What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. This is the final episode of Season 2, and today, host Chris Rausch interviews CJ Yop, a senior advertising and integrated communications major. CJ discusses his passion for photography, which has landed him a number of different opportunities on campus. He also tells us why an internship with Bizzutos gave him more insight on what he could potentially pursue in the future with his versatile skill set. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Rausch, and joining us today is CJ Yap. CJ is majoring in advertising and integrated communications at the school. CJ, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, CJ, I want to talk photography, pure and simple. How'd you get interested in photography? Uh, let's see. So, well, since I was a kid, I always grew up with a camera in my hands. Uh, it started with my dad and my grandfather, actually. Uh, my grandpa and my father were uh, both really present in like my sports and everything earlier on in my life. Uh, and they were always taking photos on the sidelines of everything. And there was always film cameras laying around and DSLRs and different equipment around my house that never really got used exponentially. So I uh, kind of just took it upon myself. I just kind of picked it up when I was like nine years old. I started playing with it. I was taking photos of birds just out on the, in the snow, just like just sitting on different things in the bird feeder or uh, different. I was interested in nature landscapes. Then I kind of dropped it and I didn't really put too much attention towards it. I was really interested in music uh, throughout a lot of high school. Um, but then towards the end of high school, I really picked up my camera again and got really into it. And then I kind of took off from there. Once I got to QU, I started taking more photos of sports and different things for the Chronicle. It really just took off from there. It was all just baby steps. So before we go any further, what's your camera of choice? Uh, I shoot on a Nikon Z6. So it's okay. a, a mirrorless camera. And, and lens? Uh, well, I have multiple, but my, my go-to is my 24 to 70 2.8. And why Nikon? Uh, Nikon has been what my family has always had. Um, my, okay. my, my father had a, a, a small array of lenses before I got my own first camera. So I was able to use his old lenses and learn off of those before I bought my own. Okay. And so you've been using your photography skills here at Quinnipiac. You're a, a photographer for uh, the university's integrated marketing communications office. How did you get uh, involved with that? And what, do, what all do you shoot? Well, I got involved with uh, the Integrated Marketing Communications Department. Uh, originally, I applied for the job uh, as a student photographer. Middle of my freshman year, beginning of freshman year, I originally got oriented with the Chronicle, and I took a lot of photos for them and built up somewhat of a portfolio, uh, built up of sports, um, general events, just basic coverage for that. And uh, I was able to build up enough of a portfolio to apply for this job. Uh, I met with my current boss now, Autumn Driscoll. Uh, and she basically had me go through a couple different uh, processes uh, earlier on. That was like middle of freshman year. And I got an email back uh, actually after my interview, middle of freshman year. I got an email back sophomore year 
telling me that I actually could get the position this time uh, because there weren't any open positions. But uh, I had the opportunity to go, and I, I'm still there. I'm still and I get to cover events that I never would have even imagined being involved in in the first place, whether it be um, different cultural events or whether it be bingo at 11 o'clock at night in the South Lot tents or anything like that. I mean, I never would have been there, but it's new exposure. It's fresh. Have a good time with it. So what do you, what, do you, what is your preference? What do you, what do you prefer to shoot? I prefer to shoot portraiture. I, I love capturing emotion within my photos, uh, whether it be a people or animals or whatever it is. I try to create a feel within it. Interesting. I'm going to have to let Autumn know that because when I joined Quinnipiac, she shot my portrait, not you. <laughs> yeah, Autumn has taught me a lot. She's, uh, she's really helped me bring out my, uh, my, it really helped me to express myself through my images and be able to actually uh, create my own feel within my things rather than just taking. So you also shoot photography for the athletic department too, right? Uh, yes, I don't. I guess when we were having athletic events. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I did before. Uh, that was my primary thing after the Chronicle. And so when I was at athletics, I got to work with the, obviously all the different sports teams. I got to shoot practices, uh, things from acro and tumbling to basketball. There's a lot of different opportunities for that. Um, but it was, it was really, it was a really cool opportunity over the past four years. So you're majoring in advertising. How do you see kind of merging your interest in advertising with your interest in photography? So my original take on this was that for content creation, I'm able to make something that tells someone something further than a picture would or just a sentence would. When I'm able to put two or three different attributes together, whether it be emotion and a beautiful photo and a powerful poem or a powerful sentence or phrase or something, when all of these things are put together in proper collaboration within advertising, I feel that you're able to better understand your consumer and you're better able to advertise to your consumer when you understand them. So I think that when I'm taking photos, I'm able to document things the way that I'm able to perceive them. And when I'm able to express myself through something that is doing well for me and helping other people under better understand themselves, I think that that's just a win-win. So what do you see like after graduation uh, going and working for an ad agency or going and working as a photographer or is there a way to kind of combine both of those? Well, recently I completed an internship uh, through Bazudos in Cheshire. And I was doing, I was working in their media department and I was a photographer for their events uh, on the weekends um, for different polo events. Uh, so I did a lot of polo and sports photography uh, over quarantine. Um, and I was actually able to be exposed to this media department, I got exposure to all these different fields of the massive amounts of content that are needed for whether it be advertising a random event for this upcoming weekend, but we have uh, an anniversary coming up in three months that we need to pull data from, from three, three years ago, 20 years ago, it's the 20th anniversary, got to pile together all these different things. I fell in love with that whole process of being able to tell a storyline within a company or within a brand or whatever you may take it as, um, being able to put that all together. And uh, it really interested me into where I'm able to utilize my own skill sets just to 
really make people feel something rather than just sitting behind it. I, I could never see myself sitting behind a computer just typing all day and doing things like that. I love being involved in everything and um, just really being in the mix of it. So I think that being a photographer in the future would work for me. It would work if I was doing content, if I was just doing advertising. I want to be as versatile and open to new experiences as possible. So I don't really have my mind closed in on an exact set yet, but I have my options open. And my last internship really gave me a great opportunity and insight on what I could potentially do with my skill set. CJ, what, what I'm hearing from you is a full service agency. You can provide the creative and you can also provide the strategic. That's that, what I'm hearing. And that's what I would, that's what I would love to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're going to be using your left brain and your right brain. Yeah. A little bit of both. And, and both of those are feeling a little tired right now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> all of us. Hey CJ, how'd you get to Quinnipiac? Did uh, you know about Quinnipiac when you were in high school? Uh, I knew about it. Um, one of my friends I knew was going here because they had multiple relatives. Uh, but actually this was my original, I got an email from QU giving me, uh, I got free registration or, or free application. And I wrote my, wrote my application letter and everything. And I just sent it in and I was originally going to go to Eastern and I saw because my, my dad went there. And um, that was my original plan. But then I got my offer from QU and I, I read more into it. I came and visited and I fell in love with the place. Um, I actually came here originally wanting to do accounting, believe it or not. Because um, <laughs> in high school, I was really good in my accounting class, my marketing classes, my business professor was great. Um, so I joined the School of Business. And then after a year and a half, and then midway through my sophomore year, I realized while I was sitting in my finance class, just struggling, like just not enjoying what I was doing, I, I realized that I could be doing and learn about something that I'm going to fully retain and be able to utilize in my future and not regret. So had you taken any advertising classes at that point? Uh, only marketing. Okay. So I joined as, I joined as a marketing student. And I was interested in that in uh, accounting because I was taking all those were one of my core classes. Um, I switched to the school of communications and that's really the best move I've ever made for myself. So as a family who grew up uh, or, or around people who are accountants, I can understand your feeling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the only thing that I would want to stress on that is being able to recognize what you're passionate about and recognize the value that that can have potentially if or when you find the right route and the right path along that because it kind of fell into place for me but at the same time I feel like I was awake enough in my own head to recognize that this is what I would like to do. So what was it like taking that first advertising class and and having the the light bulb go off the top of your head thinking to yourself, man, this is it. This is what I want to do. I, it was so refreshing. And just as soon as I walked into the school of calm and just as soon as I, all my professors from, I, I got a shout out to Mary Dunn and she has just led me along so many different amazing paths. Just this whole school of calm is just so, it's really just helped me formulate my entire idea of just, just to better myself and to be able to learn as much as I can in such a friendly, open, open-minded environment, 
I mean, as a student of color, I feel really welcomed in the entire environment. I feel, I feel comfortable and that I've gotten such a great just plethora of information from this school. And being able to, when I first walked into my advertising class or any of my strategic communications classes, I just feel like I'm able to fully express my mind without it being a wrong answer, without being, why do you think that way? And have to explain that and further thinking and just deeper meaning behind things. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Sure. Favorite sport to shoot? Favorite sport to shoot? I'd have to say polo. My favorite, Why? Uh, yeah, I see those signs about the polo on Sunday afternoons, but I've never been. Yeah, so um, yeah, on uh, the polo club in Farmington, uh, it's such an amazing. It just the whole the whole facility is incredible. I mean, it's a thousand acres. It's absolutely massive. The grounds are just gorgeous, and getting the opportunity to shoot. There's ten different horses on the field at the same time, but they switch out every two to three minutes so that the horses are able to rest and able to properly. They, just so they don't. Uh, it's kind of tire themselves out and everything, but yeah. Um, can you, you can you trade out a horse in polo? I don't even know. Yeah, so in polo they have the horses, the barns that they have there have over, I think over sixty to seventy horses in them. Um, they're all polo horses. Well, the majority of them are, and they'll all get switched out every two to three minutes for each rider. So there's five horses on each team, and they're riding back and forth in this entire field, and getting the chance to capture and watch the horse's eyes I, i've really just i've gotten the chance to work with a few different photographers uh at these polo matches and better understand like the way that they're able to predict um what's going to happen and be able to um it, there's just a lot of different moving pieces within polo and being able to learn such a different sport rather than something that you would come across on a day-to-day -day basis i had no idea about polo whatsoever but horses have always interested me and being able to capture such, they have such crazy personalities that are just so bright and in your face within all of these different uh, scenarios. It's That's really cool. It's really fun. All right, favorite non-sport thing to shoot? Uh, Besides I, portraits, you can't say portraits again. <laughs> um, let's see, I like shooting concerts, music as well. Um, so again, at Farmington, uh, they did the dream ride experience, uh, which is a weekend they do every year. They raise money for the hometown foundation and special Olympics and a bunch of other supporting charities as well. Uh, this year they raised $2.5 million for the hometown foundation. Um, and we, they had a full, it's a big car show, um, canine units from, from police departments come in to put on a whole clinic. Um, this year was obviously modified due to this COVID. Um, but it was really strong. We were able to raise, obviously, an amazing amount of money for a great organization. But we had multiple concerts and multiple um, shows on the nights uh, after the car show would end and everything. There'd be a concert and everyone could be socially distant and just enjoy the show. Um, but I got the opportunity to shoot these pictures of artists, just whether it be singers, guitarists, drummers. And I get with my camera, I get basically an all, all access pass to be literally up on stage with them and get to experience the energy of between the, the drummer and the bassist or the vocalist. And the, it's, it's just really cool to be again in the mix of everything, but um, capturing that emotion again is all that really I'm really after in this. 
CJ, we need to talk to Autumn. We got we got to get you doing more cool stuff. <laughs> I do. I do a lot of cool stuff around campus. There's just not a whole lot going on right now, so I can't really complain. I, I agree with you. CJ, we are out of time. I want to thank you for joining us on Uncommon Grounds today. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. And for those of you who are listening that are not aware, we also have a YouTube show called Connect with Chris, where I talk to alumni from the School of Communications. Thank you for joining us today. That was Chris Roush interviewing CJ Yap, a senior advertising and integrated communications major. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for managing social media. And our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. And if you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, then find us on social media or you can shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On behalf of everybody that puts this podcast together, we want to thank you for all of the support during Season 2 of Uncommon Grounds. Be sure to stay connected with us on all of our social media platforms for information regarding Season 3. Until then, have a happy holiday season, and we'll catch you next time. Mm